Hello and welcome to Launching the Pilot with your hosts Brian and Kevin. In the pilot episode 250 you thought i'd make it this far <laughs> and this one <laughs> they said it never happened <laughs> yeah and this time we're doing the great Molini, which is uh i think your choice isn't it because you remember you telling me oh you're really enjoying the program the great so i thought well it had to be the great Molini. so what else could it be <laughs> mm. anything as it turns out <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is yeah, nice <laughs> You picked, you picked a good one for the uh, for the sort of like the landmark episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I played, it right, played, played it well in advance. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you yeah after episode one, one I thought, what can I do for two hundred and fifty? I know. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what will the kids demand? What will uh, get the ratings up? It's got to be the program everyone's talking about. The Great yeah. Bellini. <laughs> 1959. Yeah. <laughs> 51. Oh, is it 51? I might have wrote that wrong. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah you see, so you give me the wrong one. That's oh, you've probably watched the wrong episode. It's probably not, so, not yeah, great yet in your one. <laughs> no. It's just Bellini. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bellini. <laughs> yes. It's, it's Jeremy, obviously a radio show. Yeah. Jeremy Four, who, who is obviously yeah. the, the great grandfather of Four. Uh, yeah. yeah. Barbara <laughs> Cook as Julie. Uh, yeah. And that's all I really cared about. They were the stars, in my opinion. I did. I, I did. I did uh, have to double take because there's someone called uh, Mike Kelly Myers. Yeah. Actually, spelled whether it's supposed to be Michelle or what, I don't know, but it's actually spelled Michael. <laughs> yeah, but it is, isn't it? With yeah. After the L, Myers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's a woman, and I thought, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you haven't sound effect, have you? I'll put it in. <laughs> but yes, it's a woman. You said it, sir. Yeah, it's um, yeah. It starts up. It's. Like there's a bit of close-up magic, isn't there? There's like the hand doing the. Uh, I don't know whether it's a cigarette or chalk. It's a cigarette. Sure. I think. Magic and yeah. crime they have one thing in yeah. common: deception. Yeah. Magic, magic, and crime. They have one thing in common: deception. And when the criminal uses masterly cunning to conceal his crime, who can unmask him better than the magician? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's, so it does. It does the sort of like the close-up thing with um, the hand of the cigarette, and you know, makes it disappear and reappear while you. You know, obviously the camera's on the hands. Uh, uh, do we um, like that? <laughs> <laughs> I was, normally I love close-up magic, but 
You're supposed to say not a lot. Oh, God. <laughs> I oh, feed no, you no. the lines. And then... <laughs> uh, that died with him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so, Mrs. Merton. To, yeah. Uh, Debbie McGee. Yeah. Uh, so, what attracted you to the multi millionaire Paul Daniels? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, Debbie McGee's still going strong. <laughs> She is, she is. And the thing is, she's lovely as well. She's it's really good fun. Always has been. He was as well, but it's, you know, he was a bit of a figure of fun rather than, yeah, because he was either really, really on vogue or unfashionable. Massively. All at the he same not, time. Was, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, the trick. Some people was, wasn't he? he was, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But apparently he's a lovely fella. Um, and he was really, really good at what he did. And he was, but he was really driven about what he did as well, wasn't he? So, yeah, could walk on water though, could he? He lived for it. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is really UK Pacific again. <laughs> Paul Daniels, the magician. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's no, he's no uh, what's his name? David Blaine or yeah. David Copperfield. David Luckily Copperfield. Enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, this episode. Yeah. Co- this, Nicholas. Yeah, this episode is called The Transparent Man. Oh. Yeah. God. Right. It's, it starts yeah. and there's basically supposedly someone getting knocked out. Yeah. There's someone taking some but jewels. It's just... And putting it, he puts the guy he knocked out yeah, in a it, safe and then he takes some jewels, then he gets shot. And then we cut. <laughs> what the hell's going yeah. on? I know. I know. It's it, it's odd because apart from anything else, I mean, whoever he got hit must have had a really soft head because it's like he didn't have, it's not a kosh or anything like that, is it? It's a foam finger. And he just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just pats him on the head. Yeah. He doesn't even go down, does he? He just gets no. walked off. Yeah, he pushes um, him into a safe uh, and then, then looks the door. Yeah, he picks up the jewels. Now, yeah, now, and then there's a gunshot. Now, my third time watching it, I, feel, I figured out, oh, maybe this is near the end of the episode. And they're just, it's like, to come on the great Malini. It's a crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's basically, it's a crazy, isn't it? It's everything yeah. that happens in the episode condensed. Yeah. Well, this is the last, the last three or four minutes of the programme yeah. condensed into a few seconds to open it. Yeah, and I would have been happy with that. It's... <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it starts out, it's, it's obviously supposed to be like a, a, a nightclub. Yes. Um, but the old style nightclub, not dancing, as in entertainments venue, yes. isn't it? And Mr. Uh, Mr. Be- Bellamy comes in. Belmont. And, uh, Belmont. Sorry, it is. Well, I'll put Bellamy. Uh, David. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. he, and yeah, that's because you're looking at me. You're asking, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he goes, why pull me white that? He goes past the hat check gal. Uh, yeah, evening, Mister Mister Belmont. Can I take your hat? hat. Yeah, and he does. <laughs> and then, then yeah. he goes, <laughs> maybe the maitre d. He says, I, I need to talk to the great Molini. And he says, oh, he's, he's on stage right now. I've <laughs> got. Yeah, he says, you can't. And he he says, no, it's important. I have to speak to him now. I said, well, he's on stage. So, so, right, okay then. 
It says, so will you, you take your table? Yeah. yeah. So he takes the yeah, table and a couple of chairs. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. And the thing is, it's, it's quite lucky because the sort of like the first table they come to as they walk through the door is empty. There's one yeah. other person there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he sits there. He's, he sits down. Good evening, Mr. Belmont. This magician you're featuring in your floor show. I want to talk to him. Well, I'm sorry you can't do that right now. It's he's... extremely important. I must see him at once. But he's on stage at the moment. Won't you take a table? Then afterwards you Oh, can... I see. Well, all right, I'll do that. The magician up on a stage. Yes. And he's just handing a dead rabbit that is waggling the head off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A fake rabbit to his assistant who also who picks it up and is also waggling its head to make make out as if it's alive. Yeah. And he goes, um, uh, I he goes, and now we have the 20 year old knot, and he, he does the bit of knot tying yeah. in the string and it disappears. He goes, Oh, I'm going to need a volunteer from the audience. And, and, I said, and yeah. Julie, I think this is your area of finding men. <laughs> yeah, it would be the old press, there's only one bloke in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she goes, obviously, she picks him. And he yes. brings him up on the stage and he says, Oh, it's Mr. Belmont of uh, sort of like a financial whiz and things yeah. like this. So he's like, Right, okay. The, the Wall Street um, Wizard. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he says, um, Apparently, he's buying all the uh, GameStop stock at the moment. So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to short it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was it was relevant while we were recording. <laughs> it was, it was. It, it, it sort of like it dates it a bit, doesn't it? But, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, it it does make you laugh, doesn't it? His financial sort of like things to get away with shit, making billions for years and years it's and years. All, this, all of a sudden, they get their, I know <laughs> they get their backsides handed to them, and all of a sudden, it's uh, oh, this, it's obviously against the law. There's obviously got to be a law against this, you know. But yeah. hey ho, <laughs> shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So he, he gets this um, Belmont to tie his hands up, doesn't he? He's, he gives Join him a bit of string about a foot long. Yeah, yeah. He gives him a bit of string that literally just about long enough to go round his uh, wrists. Yeah, yeah like he did have a watch on. Um, Never worked. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So he he, he says, "Oh, you know, tie tie me up with as strong as as strong as hard as you can, strong as you can." So he does, and it's really loose, and he sort of like he does like a slip knot thing, doesn't he? And then he there's, sort of like, ties knot. There's some just... objects on the table behind him. He says, "Oh, no, just face the front." And he hears the bell ring from the table. He goes, "Oh, could... he goes, what if something touches you?" He goes, and he taps him on the shoulder, doesn't he, from behind? That's right. Goes, you see his hand come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, it couldn't be me. My hands tied. He goes, oh yes, your hands are quite clearly tied. <laughs> He said, yeah, so then he says, oh, perhaps not. And that's it. There's a lot of ropes undone and everything. Yeah. So anyway, he's... And he says, witch, witch, burn him, burn him. Oh, no, don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was my notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been a shorter program. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so you get, you get sort of like... It sounds like there's four people. Perhaps there was loads more, but they were only one hand clapping. <laughs> um, but it's... <laughs> Yeah, so he, um, <laughs> yeah. And, he's, and, he, and he's took so, his and he's took his wallet as well. Oh, 
Yeah, I know. He's he's sort of like he basically says, "Oh, you know, before you go, have you got the time?" So he looks at his wrist and he's like, "No." And say, so you know, Malini pulls his watch out of his pocket and says, "Oh, is this yours?" And then he gives him his wallet and all this. And so anyway, then it cuts to the dressing room, doesn't it? It does afterwards. Yeah, yeah, uh, because there's Malini and his assistant there and. She's putting the dead rabbit in a box. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's for next time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, unless it, unless but, it's their supper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could well be. Yeah. <laughs> it's her gloves. Uh, <laughs> but so anyway, he... Um... Now, Peter reminds me of you. You mean I'm beginning to look like a rabbit from long association? No, it's the way his nose twinkles. The way you act every time Inspector Gavigan phones. Ah, a thought wave. You have a message for me. Gavigan did phone. Marvellous, Professor. And what did he want? The police department is up another tree. Gavigan is back. Right again. You know, Gavigan can't understand why a man like you who can perform miracles would walk out of his office the way you did yesterday afternoon. Who, me? You. You left two decks of cards, half a dozen billiard balls, and some rope on his desk. And you forgot your hat. So, that's how it disappeared. You know, Gavigan's baffled. But I'm worried. You worried? I just don't like the way the police have been getting into the act lately. You can saw me in two, okay, but when a man who's killed three people, like the last one you helped Gavin catch, starts pulling a knife... Now, they... look, Julie. You know I wouldn't let anything happen to you. Do I? Come in. They're in the dressing room, and she's saying, oh, you know, what are you, what are you doing? Are you a magician, or are you sort of like constantly helping the police? Because Gavin, Gavin Gann? Yeah, Gavin Gann has been on. Yeah, Gavin I thought yeah, it's good for chesty stuff, isn't he? Yeah, Gavigan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Good for your indigestion. Yeah. Causing it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So Julie's worried about in. all the crime stuff. She goes, that guy had a knife last time. And and he, and he the that's great right. Bellini's saying, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let any harm come to you. <laughs> yeah. And she, yeah, because they're saying, was it, there's some bloke that they've, they've, um, they've, Unmasked about three people that were sort of like murderers and robbers and things like this, but yeah. also there's one that they've unmasked and the police are after, but they haven't caught. Yes, and she was saying, yeah, she was saying, oh, she's worried that he's going to uh, uh, rock up and sort of like do away with them. But anyway, Belmont comes in. Yeah, and he says, help. oh, well, you've got a bit. You, yeah, you've got to be at my house at midnight. He's yeah. like. <laughs> really? Yeah, I can't. I've got another show and all this. He says, oh, I'll give you a thousand dollars. Yeah, and that's what a thousand dollars was a lot of money. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still a lot of money if you haven't got anything, but uh, yeah, it was and, much, and again, much more then. It goes, and Belmont said, uh, um, the great Bellini says, you're not serious. Don't call me serious, and yeah. yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and then it it it's sort of like it's five to midnight or something. Well, first he says about the the jewels, doesn't he? Or something. The uh... that's yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, no, they they do they do and they go to the house at five to midnight. He goes, oh, your 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 driver must be a test pilot, or should be a test yeah, pilot. He must be. I, I yeah, used to be. I'm not was, sure what yeah, relevance was. that was. <laughs> I'm not sure piloting no, no. skills well, related yeah. to driving. <laughs> he, he gave it up when he had to be rescued from uh, underwater by Lord Bridges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So anyway, um, 
there's it's, these jewels were Mary Antoinette's jewels, weren't they? There, yeah. I can't think she had bad enough taste to wear them, though. This no. thing was horrible, wasn't it? It was. She, she actually she she was she was well known for her costume jewelry she used to wear. <laughs> yeah, only the yeah. only the second so, best for her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So this thing's out on the table, isn't it? Yeah. And it's uh, the butler comes in. Yes, and says, um, "Oh, of course." There's, yeah, there, there was a note, wasn't there? Uh, a, a note from, right, yeah. from Edward Hobbs or something about he's yeah. going to steal the jewels. At midnight. But I can't remember where where they were. I can't remember. Yeah. But it's obviously quite a way away from New York because it becomes apparent later in the programme that there's some bloke that they suspect of doing all these jewel thefts, thefts, but he's in a bar in New York being watched by... Parker. It's Parker. Parker, that's right, yeah. Malady. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's Malady. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> So it because New York's obviously a way away. Yeah, but they've got but they had this read... this note from Ed Hobbs who says he's going to steal the jewels and he signs it, but they says, oh, yeah. but the police won't help because Ed Hobbs was hanged in seventeen ninety eight. Yeah, <laughs> when this program was says, made. <laughs> yeah, he says I've got this note this morning, yeah. and it's been verified and the signature has been checked and authenticated by someone in New York. Yes. He, Right, okay. Well, they didn't have emails, they didn't have uh, scanners or anything like that. So it's obviously been to New York, back from New York. But this bloke being in New York means that he can't possibly be the thief. That's right, right. Parker. Well, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. Yeah, because um, this, this guy who says he's going to steal it, it's been dead a hundred years. Da, da, da. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then, but then they're going on about um, Ziegler. Ziegler, the art he, dealer, yeah. I will come for the Marie Antoinette necklace tonight at midnight. You may inform the police if you like. That will, of course, make no difference to me. Signed, Edward Hobbs. Sounds very sure of himself. Apparently you don't know this man, Hobbs. No, I don't. The cleverest jewel thief the world has ever known. This afternoon, I had the best handwriting expert in New York City compare the signature on this note with an authentic Hobbs signature. There's no doubt about it. They're one and the same. Well, now I know you need the police. They could surround the place. I couldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't believe me. Now, I must have missed it. What's wrong with your story? Nothing. But I can't convince the police of that. You see... Well? Edward Hobbs was hanged in 1798. Yeah, he was bidding against uh, Ziegler, and Ziegler said that he absolutely must have these jewels yeah. but i put in a higher bid and i got them yeah um and then gavigan turns up he does he, he does inspector gavigan turns up and, and he's got his, his uh, men all he, around the house yeah and and he's been keeping tabs well, on this parker well yeah but that's but that's that happens later doesn't it because oh, yeah. when he comes in he just say, he just says that um Oh, Parker was the main suspect in all these robberies and everything, but he's being watched. He's in New York. Yeah. And then the butler comes in and yeah. he's, so he says, right, okay, um, lock all the doors because it's two minutes to midnight. That's right. So they're standing there waffling and all of a sudden the doors, door opens 
Yes, and the voice. Nobody's there. There's this disembodied voice. voice. Says, oh, I, said, I, I said I'd come and get... Thanks very much for the jewels. The door shuts. Gavigan goes to open the door, but it's locked. It so he locked, gets the yeah. key. He wants the key, so he gets the key. Um, the jewels are gone. Yes, they are. So... It wasn't Parker, because <laughs> his men are still watching him, apparently. Yeah, that's right. And that's when it, he says, oh, you know, we've got six people, six men around the house. We've been here for two hours. He but says, well, it, how did you do Yeah, how did you do that? He said, as soon as I got the call from Malini. Yeah. And isn't there a, a guy supposed to be just outside the door or in the hallway as well? <laughs> he says, no yeah, one's come yeah. in. <laughs> no, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and they're all wearing their Max and hats, but anyway. Yeah. There's an Inspector Gavigan of the police department outside, sir. He says he must see you at once. Gavigan, the police department? I didn't call them in. Well, uh, show him in. I wonder how he got wind of this. This way, sir. You wanted to see me, Inspector? Oh, yes, I... Well, what are you two doing here? Well, we have no idea yet. We're waiting for a robbery. You're, you're waiting for a what? A robbery, a big jewel theft. Well, that's exactly what you may get. You've heard of George Parker? Why, yes, of course. You know where he is? I have a pretty good idea. My men have been tailing him ever since he walked off a boat in Europe last week. Parker, the man they called the colonel? Well, yes, that's his underworld moniker, but he has a string of aliases a mile long and a bad record. He specializes in jewels. Well, he isn't exactly the man we've been expecting, Gavigan, but he's a good substitute. Is that door locked on the inside? Why, yes. And he may be uh, here in about one minute. Well, this is the only key. Now, let me do it. What is all Tell Gavigan what he's walking into. Julie. Then we're back at the theatre, aren't we? Yeah, and then he gets an order from Cordell. Julie asks, yeah, how did it happen? And uh, and then then uh, jo- was it Joseline, secretary for Cornell, comes Jose- in. Yeah, Joseph- Josephine Willoughby, but she, yeah. everyone calls her Josie. Yeah, Josie. But yeah, she comes in yeah. and... Uh, I must say that the acting at this point is brilliant, truly yeah. <laughs> appalling. You know, she's obviously got a contract that says she gets so many minutes facing the camera because she's talking to Malini, despite the fact he's behind her. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she's constantly facing the camera and talking out the side of her mouth. Yeah. And anyway, he's... She has a note for him. He's for, for a $1,000. Yeah, another check for a thousand dollars. And basically, he's he's um, he doesn't ask any questions or anything. It's just sort of like he needs to open this safe within an hour. Yeah, So the story he, is that Cornell has changed the combination on his lock on his safe, but he can't yeah. remember it, and he's really embarrassed. But he's got a, a multi-million pound deal going through soon, and he needs the safe opened. And so the great the lady things, says, yeah, has to be well, "We have a, we have a locksmith 12. in New York, just the one." Uh, and she goes, he's out yeah. of town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Merlini? Yes? I'm Josephine Willoughby, private secretary to Julian Cornell. The president of Cornell Electric? That's right. May I speak to you privately? It's perfectly all right. Uh, this is Miss Boyd, my assistant. How do you do? How do you do? Mr. Cornell asked me to give you this. $1,000. You know, I don't know why we work so hard doing magic, Julie. It's so much easier to just stand here and collect these checks. But I have a hunch that this is not just an outright donation to the Assist Merlini Fund. What does he want? Mr. Cornell prides himself on his remarkable memory, but it isn't nearly as good as he likes to believe. 
He changed the combination on his safe a few days ago. Now he's forgotten it. It's most embarrassing. A thousand dollars worth is a lot of embarrassment. And he wants me to open it? Yes. It must be opened just as quickly as possible. There are business contracts in it that need signing before noon. I don't know why people mistake this office as a substation to the Travelers' Aid Society. There's a perfectly good locksmith down the street. The very best. I've been there. He's out of town. His assistant recommended you. There are others. Yes, but you're an escape artist. Anyone who can get out of police handcuffs and jail cells, who makes underwater escapes from sealed coffins as you do, has to know just as much or more than any locksmith. And you have to work a lot faster. There'll be another thousand if you open it in an hour. That sounds like twice as much. Trouble. I'll need a few safe-cracking tools. You know, Julie, Miss Willoughby is very persuasive. I'll be back just as soon as I can. Anyway, he goes over to the, this. He says, "Oh, I need to get my kit from the case." Yeah, so he that's go, right. goes over and he just put, like, puts his hand in the case, doesn't he? Rummages around for a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then comes out with nothing in his hands, and he yeah. says, "Right, okay, we'll go." Yeah. But he says to um, Julie, really? "says Oh, sorry about messing up your case. Yeah. You'll have to repack it." So as soon as he goes out the door, she lifts the lid up, and there's a chalk message on it, isn't there? Yeah. Call so the basically, yeah. it, Call it's a trap. Call the police. But, and she goes towards the phone, but she's tacked from behind. But she probably is used to that. Uh, and, uh, yeah. 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 So and, anyway, then it cuts to the office. Yes. And there's uh, Cornell and Willoughby. And basically, he's going on about how this safe needs to be opened and everything like this. But... It's he, a Doyle and Hammersmith safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. And it's just... Yeah, there's so many things that are <laughs> off with it. But again, you know, it's, <laughs> really? it's, it's, yeah, it's made with a sort of like a radio a radio audience in mind, I think. Oh, yeah. But anyway, it, so it basically becomes apparent that he knows that this is a con, this is a trick. Yes. Yeah. So this is Ziegler's. This is two cards. Yeah, this is Ziegler's safe, it isn't it? Up, and Ziegler won't give you the number. He says he can't. He's indisposed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Because he he basically go. He's in there, isn't he? He's he's sort of like he's looking around and he picks up a pack of cards. Yeah, he does. And he's saying, "Oh, in, interesting sort of like um, German imitation yeah, cards, brand, brandy." He's, like, he's, yeah, yeah, he's shuffling them or whatever. There's and, N, NZ or something on the cards or something for. Uh, yeah, that's, that's right, because yeah, yeah, but, but she, Josie, apparently, she's the one that says, "Oh, you know, this was a complete waste of time." He's obviously seen straight through it. It's you know, and so Cornell pulls a gun. Yes, and he's got a gun on Melini because she's saying about how um, their initial their initial backed cards. Yes, and he says yes, and this is sort of like NZ. Nathan Ziegler, whatever, where is he? What have you done with him? And anyway, Cornell's got a gun on him. But Melini sort of like pulls, um, flicks the cards in Cornell's face and takes the gun off him, doesn't he? His game bit pays off. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, an, that's then, an excellent sort of like joke. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, he sort of like, he, he says, oh, we shoot if you like, it's not loaded. 
Yeah, well, we have but Julie. Points it, up, points it up to the ceiling, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but we've got Julie, so he phones and George answers. Yeah. Who's the bloke who's holding Julie, so he's... So, long and short of it is he agrees to open the safe. He does. He says it's going to take 40 you've minutes. 40, you've got 40 minutes. Yeah. But if I don't ring by half 11, then George is going to take care of Julie. Yeah. So... He's, you know, it, the camera cuts away a couple of times, and the first time he's taking his jacket off, the second time he's undone his tie and everything. Yeah. Obviously, getting the sweat on, and it's literally just before eleven thirty. He opens yeah. the safe. Yeah, that's it. Get the jewels out. He says, "Ring, ring now, ring now." And he goes, "No, not yet. Not until the deal was done." He goes, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." So anyway, they uh, he gets the jewels, doesn't he? He smacks Molini yeah. um, on the head. Malini on the head, shuffles him into the safe. Yeah, shuts it. Closes the safe. Yeah. And then Josie comes over and she basically, she's got a, um, because it turns out that Cornell is actually Parker. Yes, he is. Yeah. And uh, and he he says to her, how about your 30% of the profits? She goes, well, I'll be happy with 100% or something and shoots him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The necklace was in that safe is one thing that he isn't going to tell anybody. Well, Josie, how does it feel owning a 30% share of a million dollars worth of gems? I like it, Colonel, very much. But it feels even nicer owning a hundred percent. No, Josie, Josie. So she shoots him and yes. takes the necklace. Yeah. And, and I've, I've put on it, she never drops her fag. Not once. She's just she stated. <laughs> yeah, she's got a fag in her hand and she does all this. She, she, she shoots, steals the jewels, puts everything in her bag and all that and takes the necklace. But she's never got, never t- drops her fag. She's still got the fag in her hand. But anyway, she packs up to leave. Yeah. And uh, she, the cops turn up. There sounds like a cap gun going off in the corridor. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, every time it's just like somebody banging a tin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But the cops but, enter. Uh, yeah, that's right. And so, but they know that uh, Malini's in the safe. It says, "Quick, quick, get, get Ziegler to open it." And the other cop says, "We can't. He's tied to a chair, and he's dead." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's dead, Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then. Um, the safe door opens, doesn't it? Because he says yes. about getting onto acetylene and the other guy says, well, you can't do that with somebody in there. Yeah, that's right. No, you'll kill him. So anyway, then the safe door opens and he explains then that... Duran! Find Ziegler, we've got to get the combination of the safe. He's here in the bedroom, tied to a chair. You won't get anything out of him. He's dead. No trace of Malini? No, sir. Then he must be in here. Get on that phone. I want the emergency squad here with acetylene torches. Fast, torches! Yes, Marini must be in the safe. You can't open up with a torch, not with a man inside it. I know, but we can't just stand here and let him suffocate. They're around here, 623 East 93rd. Get the emergency boys up here fast. And Hennessy of safe and loft, too. Tell them it's a Dolan Hammerstein safe with a man inside it. Marini, can you hear me? Marini. Invisible man and everything wasn't really an invisible man. He shows him how to do it with a bit of rope, doesn't he? The the butler did it. (laughs) Yeah, but the butler did it with a bit of black twine. Yes. And then... He had a a spare key to unlock the door. Yeah, because Belmont's turned up as well, wasn't he? Trying to claim the the diamonds. Yeah, he says, they're my diamonds. Yeah. And he says, oh, no, you know, that's when he lays out the plan, doesn't he? He says, you never had them. This is just 
you know, you just showed me a cheap paste set last night. Yeah. And the idea was that all this would happen. Yeah. Uh, well, we, would get, we were distracted would by the door killed. opening. Yeah, we were distracted by the door opening. You pocketed the diamonds yourself, the fake diamonds. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah. eventually the police would go find them at Ziegler's, accuse Ziegler of stealing them. Yeah, and, give and them, then give, give them to you. Give you the real diamonds to you, yeah. Yeah. But and he says, Oh yeah, but you can't prove anything. And then he go, then he goes he lays out the whole thing, doesn't he? Yeah. And, I, uh, pick, I picked your pocket and so I know that these are the fake paste yeah. diamonds here. Yeah, exactly. Two sets of diamonds. Oh, you mean the while we were watching the door? That's right. That's when the necklace disappeared. The butler was working for Belmont, not Ziegler. Belmont never owned the Marie Antoinette necklace. Ziegler did. And Belmont hired Willoughby and Parker to steal it. Oh, and all that invisible man hocus-pocus Belmont stage was with an imitation necklace? Merely a design to misdirect the police and give Belmont the perfect alibi. But how are you going to prove there were two necklaces? The only witness who could testify to that, if it were true, is Ziegler. And he's dead. Josie Willoughby isn't, and she'll sing plenty to get out from under a murder rap. And if that's not enough, I took the liberty of picking your pocket last night, as I did on the stage when I took your watch and wallet. And I found this. The paste replica. Excuse me, gentlemen. I want to call my lawyer. Yeah. And, uh, and, so then and he's... Belmont says, I need my lawyer. <laughs> but then you see him in handcuffs. Yeah, so he... <laughs> Yeah, so he puts he puts his he puts he's got one hand on the phone and the other the phone up to his ear, doesn't he? Yeah. Then you see the hand clip, clip over his hand. Yeah, and then that's it. That's it. Yeah, and then we get a little bit of a um, back in the dressing room. And, yeah, and, and he says, "Oh, a cigarette, cigarette time. Oh, yeah, have a cigarette." He goes, uh, and the Grove uh, Grove gone or something. Gravagon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he asked. He says, "Have you got a light?" He says, "Well, I can't just magic one." He says, I'm not like I'm a yeah. magician. Oh, oh, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny ending. Yeah. All the <laughs> hilarity ensues. <laughs> and that's where it ends. Well, it was a great case we wrapped up yesterday. Have a cigarette? No, thanks. I'll try that one. Yeah. Have a match? Why don't you pull one out of the air? Well, what do you think I am? A magician? <laughs> thankfully yeah. <laughs> and you'll you'll be shocked to know this is the only episode of that show yeah yeah it's silky yeah um, <laughs> I, I think it could come back uh there's been a little bit of a gap <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah years, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> i know i know terrible 70 years ago but everyone's but, talking about yeah. it on Twitter, you know, it's, it's all the rage. Yeah, that's it, yeah. I, I saw it, I saw it, hashtag Merlini. Yeah, trending, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the petition's up, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Netflix and uh, Amazon are in a bit more. Yeah. But, uh, the Schneider Cut will be available soon, I hear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> it wasn't good. Really? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't good at all. It was thin on plot, thin on action. And again, you know, it's hard to judge because, like you say, it's 70 years old and it was for a completely different audience. Yes. 
But if you compare this to any of the other programs that we watched in the last, even the last three weeks, yeah. it's absolutely there's nothing on them at all. The, the quality's gone the, down, you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one smokes anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> Except in Russian, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they bring it back. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. As I, it, was, it was thin on plot. Poorly, really, really. It was like watching a very, very poor amateur dramatics thing it on was, the stage. It? Well, I've, yeah, got, uh, I've got a few facts for you. You can, you can. Uh, Clayton Ransom was the, the author. A uh, 1930s, yeah. he, he came up with this character. He wrote a, a, yeah. a series of books about him. The Great Myth. Yeah. Th- there were f- films of it. Uh, Miracles for Sale was taken from the book Death from Death from a Top Hat. <laughs> oh God! The man say. The man who wouldn't die was no coffin for the corpse. <laughs> but I, I, I don't think it was the great Molini. I think they changed the name in the films. <laughs> Still the right, great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, it's, it was it was uh, not very good at all. That um, I mean, the thing <laughs> there was. Yeah, you could you could bad mouth them if you want. They're all dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> apart, from, apart from one, one of the cast members isn't. So yeah. All oh, right. Okay. So, so don't say uh, anything bad about the hat check girl. Okay. Oh, Linda Lombard. <laughs> yeah, she's still still very much with us. So. Oh, good, good. Yeah, because I, I again I read up on her because obviously the name Lombard and there was yes. Carol Lombard was. Yeah, so I thought she'd be related. Um, I think, yeah. Yeah, I thought, but apparently not. No. But she was, um, she could have been apparently, you know, because according to all the write-ups and everything, she was a real hot thing. But she refused to sleep with any of the producers, directors, and stuff like that. So oh, that, that was her mistake. At all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's good on her. She's obviously enjoying her so like, a, a long life. But um, she hasn't yeah, got many credits, screen credits, but. Uh... Yeah. No, she hasn't because she refused to sort of like to play the game. But she was saying, she, she was an all rounder. She could sing, she could dance, she could yeah, act. Yeah, she was the, the full triple threat. Yeah. I really believe she was a hat check girl. Yeah, in this, yeah. <laughs> yeah she, she could have took my hat any time. I would have trusted her. Yeah. With it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> like the Tom Jones songs, you can leave your hat on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but then she'd be out of um, job. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that's why we Good don't creation. get hat check girls anymore because of Tom Jones. Oh, oh. It makes sense now. Yes, I know. he's got a lot to answer for. He killed an industry. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Cloak rooms of the world unite. Yeah, um, but yes, yeah, and apparently, what one of the last things she did was she was invited out to dinner by Howard Hughes, All his right. assistant, phoned. Who, who oh, hasn't she's, been? She said that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. He keeps ringing me, but yeah. I, I've got him on call a lot now. But <laughs> he's, um, <laughs> uh, she said, that, you know, it's fine. Yeah, I'd love to, but tell him I don't sleep around. <laughs> Never heard from him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, he's, but he's got a spruce but, goose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he has, but what about yeah. his plan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
As I say, it's, it wasn't good. It I mean, was, they're, they're really, they're, they must have spent about two and a half dollars on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They could have used that check for a thousand pounds. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think oh, of the jump God. from quality between this and like Sea Hunt? You can see a vast improvement in quality, can't you? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, this was obviously a filler. Yeah, they're obviously fishing because they spent nothing on it, absolutely nothing. Everything was bare walls. Uh, yeah. I mean, the safe was just a door that had sort of a dial stuck on it. Yeah, um, it was very. Was, everything was close up as well, wasn't it? There's no long shots. They're all no. tight in cameras. Yeah, they're, they, this was obviously filmed on a tiny set. Um, with where they had no production money or anything like that, um, yeah. but you know it shows, and also showing you know quite telling that it didn't get anything other than the pilot. They never went anywhere with it. So. No, that's right. I mean, it 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 it, it done a few programs. Oh, the uh, Jeremy Four has been loads of things. You know, Murder She Wrote. You know, <laughs> things like that. It's, oh God, <laughs> yeah, he, he was. He was in loads, wasn't he? He yeah. was in um, lots of lots of seventies and eighties programs, like Dukes of Hazard and stuff like that. He yeah. was in. Yeah, he was all over the place. Uh, Chips, he was in. Yes, um, he, he he quite often played a judge or something like that. Yeah, he was <laughs> the authoritarian. Yeah, basically, yes, yeah, sitting down wearing robes role. He was in for, but um, yeah, no, he was he was in a hell of a lot of stuff, um, and I've. I saw a picture of him when he was older, and I do vaguely remember seeing him in these programmes. I yeah. couldn't tell you any one of them, but <laughs> when I was reading through the list, when I was reading through the list, there was about eight or nine things that I did used to watch. So, he was also in the film The Planet of the Apes. I think he oh, played he? an ape. I think he played an ape, so you oh, might right. not have recognised him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. He was in Highway to it Heaven. Was, uh, <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah, I do remember that. I yeah, do remember Quincy. that. Are you, he was in the Michael film Landon. The Amazing Howard Hughes. <laughs> was he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't didn't have a story about a hat trick girl, did it? No, yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my being cut. So, yeah. So, yeah. So if you have to rate this out of 10, and, and you don't have to. <laughs> 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 It's, uh, I, I'm struggling to get above one. Oh, right. I, 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 give it a two. Give it a two. Okay. I it gave was... it. A, I gave it a three because the hat check girl sold it to me. She she was a hat yeah, check girl. There was no yeah. doubt about that to my yeah. mind. And the fact that she was just acting no. as a hat check girl. Oh well. Standing my mind. behind a table in a blank. Yeah, standing behind a table in a blank room with no cloakroom behind her. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Uh, but know. she did have a hat in her hands, so. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could take. She could take another hat because she only had one in her hand, so she had a hand yeah, free to take right. the other yeah. hat. <laughs> she was the hat stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hat stand girl. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it was just so thin on everything. Plot. You know, there was nothing spent on it. It didn't have any redeeming qualities, really. I um, bet you're so, thinking, yeah. you were thinking they should remake this with Bill Bixby. I bet mean, that's what you thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. I used to watch that. I used to watch that all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, the, the difference is they spent a bit of money on that. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have him turning into Luferino, but apart no. from that, it, <laughs> it was the same programme. <laughs> Did it have a hat check girl, though? I don't know. Uh, I think it had more than one. Oh, I think it wow. had more than one over all the episodes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I used to love the magician. Yeah, but not the great Bellini. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, and it's it's even the the tricks he does were so lame. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're not, I mean, you're not that great. <laughs> no, it's it's things like the 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 rabbit they had on stage was dead. It was a fake rabbit. It was a next rabbit. <laughs> uh, yes, this rabbit has ceased to be tiny uh, fields. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Norwegian rabbit, lovely plumage, but it's, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So there was a bit later on where she was feeding a proper rabbit, and it yes. was massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was supposed to be the same rabbit, and it must have been on some diet because this one that she was feeding a bit of carrot to was huge. Yeah, it's, it was it's nearly what, as big as she was. It's like one of them show rabbits, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, so uh, as I say, I, won't, I shan't be rushing back to watch this. <laughs> no, I can't re- I can't recommend anybody else does either. <laughs> <laughs> this is what television yeah, was when we grew up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a bloody long time before I grew up but yeah. <laughs> yeah. never mind oh, actually. never mind well that will do and next week will be episode 251 unless I forget the number then it won't <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know stay tuned for more exciting programs program. like this yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excited programs or this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was oh, short. Dear. You've got to give it a point for being yeah. short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the only point it gets. I, yeah. I, I, I must admit, the first time I watched it, I didn't quite get the plot. I thought, what? What? How's, how's, how's Belmont involved? What's going on? What's... <laughs> yeah, I know. What's, that, what's happening here? Yeah. yeah. And that, that, so that, I watched that, the, yeah, that rope but... on the. That rope on the door wouldn't have worked. There's no way it would have no, worked. No. The butler could not have locked the door so quick. <laughs> no, I know. It's everything about it. You know, and also there was supposed to be a bloke standing outside the door. What is he, blind yeah. and deaf? Yeah. He was just facing the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Probably going for a nice, it was, it was, nice small was... camel smoke. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Where the flavour is, Marlborough Country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But never mind. Never mind. Right. Yep. That's it. On, on, onwards. 